I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm Bajaya, and I play Mirka, the Yeti Fighter. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hola, me llamo es Patricio. Juego Ezra, the Garlock. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, ladies and uh, gentlemen of the Gilded Ram, Grog House, and, and Tea Room. I, uh, of course, am Jasper Smithwhistle, and, uh, you know, I I know this isn't the most professional, and you've come to expect more from board of my caliber, but I must say that I have just had the worst morning. Um, it's just not gone well, all things considered. I actually found out today that, uh, unbeknownst to me, I have uh, actually been mis- pronouncing a good friend of mine's name and um no one corrected me on this and I, I feel like you know this is probably about 40 percent my fault 60 percent all of your faults because i i mean i said this name so many times and 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 no one has corrected me on it and i don't you don't do that to someone you you, you profess to care about i i guess more than anything um so of course i'm talking about fur hat greg um, Greg is uh, a proprietor of a fur hat business, and uh, he also owns some other side businesses as well. But um, they, they primarily he is known in these parts as Fur Hat Greg. And I misheard him when he first introduced himself, and have unfortunately been referring to him as Fat Greg. Um, that is entirely. Um, 40% my fault. Again, about 60% on you. All obviously. I mean, you all know Fur Hat Greg. Fur Hat Greg is a, is a great pillar of this community. And the fact that all of you have sat around in this bar for, for several weeks now and heard me refer to this gentleman as Fat Greg is, uh, it's unconscionable, actually. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to hold it against you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and do my job. I'm going to tell the, the great stories that I, I've come to tell. But, uh, I mean, you know, back back of my mind, sure, I'm going to say, you know, these guys, well, a lot of them might be jerks. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't want that to permanently color uh, my opinion of you. So, you know, maybe uh, so solve this problem within yourselves. You know, grow, grow up a little bit and uh, maybe consider other people's feelings. And of course, Greg is, is, is just a top-notch fellow. I mean, he has never once corrected me either, but I heard someone else mention him today and I, I just kind of put the pieces together. Um, so, you know, after today's, uh, today's story, I, uh, I, I plan to visit Greg and, you know, give him my apologies for the, uh, the, the, the accidents, you know, the, the misunderstanding. And, um, you know, bring him a gift. Any, any suggestions are welcome. I was uh, I was thinking about a muffin basket or something of that sort. But um, now that I'm really thinking about it, you know, giving him food might be implying that I think that he likes to eat a lot. And, um, boy, I've really got myself into a social pickle here. So, you know, any advice is, is, is definitely welcome. Well, anyway, to get there, I've got to get through this story today. So let's get let's get right into it. Um, the, where we were last time, the Baku was uh, ravaging uh, the town of Burgenistrum. Well, I mean, not really a town, perhaps the, you know a village, a small hamlet, if anything. Um, and our intrepid adventures had just taken down a nasty ne'er-do-well wizard warlock, uh, some sort of guy named Fezlin Wolfsblood. Now, he was, uh, he was not, not a great fellow, um, and he was currently uh, in the middle of the street, uh, dead asleep. Not dead, you know, more, more towards the asleep part, but he was, definitely, he was definitely knocked right out. Soon enough, he would not be the only one sleeping in that street, as an overexerted Lola in Mirka would soon fall victim to pure exhaustion. All right. So as we uh, as we fade into the city of well the the I guess the the small village of Burgundystrom, uh, it is. Gosh, what time? What time would it be at this point? I think it's like late afternoon, isn't it? I thought it was close to evening. 
but I don't know. Yeah. It, sh- it would probably be close to the evening. You guys have kind of been running around a lot this day. Um, so you guys are, uh, you're all trying to kind of decide what's going on. And then all of a sudden, um, like you can tell Mirka, it just kind of gets a little bit hazy and she sits down and, uh, and Lolo kind of rushes over to check on her. And before you know it, both of them just kind of fall uh, flat on their faces and you can tell that they're okay, but they're, they're definitely sound asleep. Between Fezzelin and uh, and Mirka and Lola, you've got like a pile of sleeping bodies going on over there, the side of Fezzelin's house. Should we um, should we like cover them up with some some leaves or some hay? Or should we just leave them in the middle of the street like this? this is pretty crazy, man. Oh, we could try and wake them up. If you got a bucket of water, yeah. You want to just shake the shit out of them? I just shake them. Yes, they don't, yes, they're shake not babies. Them. They don't have soft heads. <laughs> shake the hell out of them. Ezra shakes them. <laughs> I guess okay. I shake them. Who who are you shaking? Um, Lola gently, and then okay. Mirka not so gently because she's big and <laughs> can take a good shaking. <laughs> All right, so you shake Lola kind of like gingerly, like not trying to break her, but right. obviously trying to wake her. Mm. Um, and she really does not respond much. Like as soon as you stop shaking her, she just lays in whichever direction you kind of leaned her. Mirka, you kind of rush over to her and kind of give her a more vigorous shake. Uh, and same type of thing. Like she looks like, you know, if you try to wake somebody up that's that's really deep in sleep, then like they kind of like give that the, 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 the ruffle up the face type of thing and just like and then roll back over. She is uh. She's not coming to either. Oh dear, this could be a problem. Uh, perhaps we shouldn't have put that other wizard to sleep. Um, we could maybe do do his help. Uh, this uh, thing looks rather angry. Huh. Should we try and wake up the wizard? I mean, maybe third time's the charm. You know what? No, we'll leave him. He sucked. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I guess we gotta. F- I guess we gotta go fight this Baku, right? You, you and me? You and me forever! Sure. It'll be no problem. We've, we've got Rufus as well. I'm sure he yeah. can be of some assistance. Sure. Sure. So just down this down this street then. Just down this, uh, down this super non-menacing, completely normal-looking alley. Completely safe. I think we need a battle song. Oh, God. I don't think I got it in me. <laughs> I don't think I got it in me, my man. <laughs> Truth be told... I've pissed myself a little bit, just a little bit, because, you know, we're a little dehydrated, but, it's, you know, kind of like, you know, when you go and you, you do a little shimmy and then you think you got it all off and then you put it and then you got that's me right now. Just a little bit, a little bit of urine snuck on out. That's how scared I am. <laughs> you don't have that problem. I can see your pelvis right here. Let's go fight this thing. Okay. Well, it starts having a uh, ride with the Valkyries. I don't mind saying that this this point of the story is a little bit odd. Now, um, you'll have to just take my word for how this all kind of shook down, but while Mort and Ezra are headed forth into the town to fight the dreaded Baku, there in the center of the street beside Fessel and Wolfblood's house, Mirka and Lola lie sleeping. But their minds and their essence were somewhere altogether else. Lola, you are sitting at a uh, a table, a very nice table, one that you seem to know fairly well, and you are having dinner. And you look down, and you're cutting your food. It is um, thick sweater <laughs> that you're 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 cutting into, and it's uh you know it's a little bland, but I mean, what do you expect? You know, you order sweater, you get a bland meal. <laughs> is anyone around me? Uh, yeah, so across the table, you see your your good friend, Mirka, um, dressed a little strangely. She has like a, a hat on that has a, a wide brim, but it's uh, all reflective and mirrored. I mean, you wouldn't tell her this, but it is not not a great look. And she's actually on her shoulders. She's dyed one shoulder orange and the other shoulder green. Oh, God. You know, this is a nightmare because she would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> nice outfit, Mirka. You, uh, 
You going for something in particular? So do I, does America like realize that's what she looks like? Or is this like going to be, she looks down, looks up and she realizes what is happening to her? I don't know. Do, uh, tell me what she does. Does okay. she look down at herself? What do you mean, Lola? Uh, as you look across the table uh, at Lola eating her sweater, uh, <laughs> you you, you notice sweater. a few a few strange things about her as well. She is much more feathery than she, I guess, traditionally is with uh, with bluish green feathers kind of sprouting all out from her hair. Uh, and uh, she is also wearing a, a paint like a pink and purple paisley bandana. Oh, did you? What about yourself? Did you join a gang or something? What's with all these colors? Uh, what the? What the hell am I wearing? What are we wearing and where are we? America, like, looks around in. She, she said her shoulders are colored. Yeah. Do you look down at your at your fur? She kind of slowly, like, starts from her feet and looks up and then looks around at her shoulders and, like, Ah! What happened? <laughs> Who colored my hair? I don't know, but I can't stop eating this sweater. <laughs> As you look down, uh, you you do start to scream because uh, you notice that the chair that you're on um, <laughs> is really high. Like the legs look like they go down for a good 200 uh, feet. Uh, And below you at the bottom of this 200 feet uh, drop, basically, from this chair, uh, it looks to be uh, just just burning embers, burning coals. Oh, no. Uh, uh, Oh, God. Lola, like, flattens herself against the seat of the chair and is basically hugging it at this point and, like, what is going on? <laughs> Mirka scrambles up the chair. I'm guessing that her t- ch- our feet were dangling over the mm-hmm. uh, the chair before, but she scrambles up and like kind of crouches on the chair like a dog would. And she starts blowing what? into the embers to... <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't do a lot because it's way down there. Wait, I think what? if I take a deep breath and blow into the uh, embers, maybe it'll go away. <gasps> okay, okay. It's not working. You blow as hard as you can at the embers, and uh, the added oxygen actually helps ignite the base of your of your stool that you're sitting no! on, your chair you're sitting on. So the legs of your, cha- of your chair, 200 feet below you, start really catching fire. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> Lola's got like tears streaming down her face, but she's not crying. And she, oh, oh God. Okay. How did we get here? What, uh, what was the last thing you remember? We were just really tired. Both of you make a, a just a straight wits roll. Um, just straight wits. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Yep. Oh, uh, whoa. Three, three, one. Lola. For for this moment, you realize that you're dreaming. Okay, she kind of stops and is like, "Mirka, ah, uh, I think we fell asleep. This this isn't this 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 isn't reality. What are you talking about? It's reality. You're right there. I'm right here. We're on really high chairs in a sea of burning embers. We're talking. Of course, this is real. So Lola's gonna attempt to like." overcome her fear and climb onto the table in front of her to get towards Mirka. Okay. Um, uh, you're going to have to make a... Yeah, it's going to be dexterity. Oof. And... <laughs> <laughs> that sound was not... <laughs> was not the sound of somebody who's super excited about dexterity. Oh, no, uh, did we have... I'm going to have to pull up... I'm going to have to pull up the the chart because I can't remember what we made for um, I don't remember if we did an acrobatics. I would, I would almost say it's re- resolve. Nope. It's acrobatics and dexterity. Oh, okay. Is, uh, well, that is unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I got two out of two dice. Yay! <laughs> I wish I could show you this eight and nine. Okay. You make it onto the table. Uh, the table is so it's it's weird because it is it's obviously it's bigger right and it's long and it's um so it, it you have much more surface area to be on but as soon as you get on the edge of it you realize that the um the the support for it is in the center and so 
at the edges, it is it is far more likely to topple over and it's far uh, more dangerous to balance on. And so as soon as you get onto it, you feel it kind of start to shift and you quickly just zip right to the center of the she, table. She more like she inchworms toward the center very quickly. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't want to she wants to remain as clo- in close contact with this table as possible. And as Lola looks up from the table uh, to Mirka, um, what what looked previously to be maybe six feet of distance between the two of you now looks to be about 60 feet of distance between the two of you. This table is is immense. It's massive. Oh, man. Okay. Just trust me. Just trust me on this. Does it still look like a short distance to Mirka? Or does it look... Yeah. So, Mirka, it's, it's, you're six feet away from you. Well, I mean, now you're like about four feet away from her, really, because she's in the middle I of the table. I just imagine Lola looking like a sugar glider, just like. Splat. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. She's plastered to the table and just Perfectly like. Perfectly flat. Inching yeah. along it. Um, all right. You just, you just, listen, do you, you just got to trust me that, that this is, there's some kind of magic going on and, and we're in a, in a dream right now. And, um, Okay, this is gonna sound crazy, but I I think that we just we just gotta we just gotta jump. Mm, I'm okay right here. There's fire burning. We're gonna die. But we gotta wake ourselves up. It's it's. I think it's gonna be far more dangerous to stay in this dream uh, where we we can't fight back. We got we have to get back to to where the boys are right now. Do you like Mirka? Like points down. But like barely is still holding onto the chair really tightly. Uh, do you see what's down there? It's a sea of embers. Do you know how flam flammable my hair is? Listen, I don't. I don't like this situation either. This is this is kind of my. Well, I mean, it is my worst nightmare. That would make sense. So, uh, I I think that. But I think that we just gotta do this. And and. Uh, oh. I'm trying to think of like why Mirka would <laughs> believe Carly. You can make a an empath. All right, can I make an empathy roll? Uh, well, we don't have empathy. Can I? Or, I mean, that's in that's in the core one. Right. I mean, you could try to persuade her. You could try to do persuasion if you okay. wanted to. Well, that's because she's really basic. scared of fire. Yeah. So that's persuasion and manipulation. Oh, okay. That's better. <laughs> um, one. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you got to make a. Uh, un- unless you want to be convinced, you you can make a a, a roll against it. I wouldn't. Mirka, Mirka probably wouldn't want to yeah. be convinced to jump down there. Um, so yours would be uh, insight and presence. I want to see an insight. Uh, you're you have one in insight. Oh, it's down it. under oh. social. <laughs> I was looking at so mental. You have three, you have three yeah. dice total. Yeah, one. All right, Ty goes to the defender. Okay, I think this is what this is what I think we should do. We should stay at this table and on these chairs for ever. Um. So, uh, Lola kind of takes a deep breath. And she's she's pretty sure she knows that the only way up is down at this point, and uh, kind of shakily will get to her knees and be like, "Is she still look like I'm I'm sixty feet away from her?" Yeah, and as soon as you kind of shakily get up to your knees, oh, no. <laughs> um, the whole table starts to shake <gasps> okay. on you. So I'm- it's not a it's not a real vigorous shaking, but it's kind of like a it's starting to okay. shake. Like there's a little tremor gotcha. below you. So. In a, in a moment of of maybe desperation, she goes, "Boy, oh boy, I love heights, and they're not scary to me at all." <laughs> and kind of looks around. Uh, Mirka, you are pretty certain that Lola has gone yeah. insane. You are deathly scared of heights, Lola. What are you talking about? And you, no, you're no. literally like four feet away from me. Why don't you I, just uh, scoot over? I, I love heights and you know you know what I hate? I I hate uh big pools of water. 
They are just the worst. And I gotta look off the side of the table. <laughs> Can I roll like a perception on her? Uh. <laughs> to see if she has gone cro- crazy? Yeah, I mean, you could. It would be a wits and insight okay. to just get an idea as to whether she's like trying to trick the world or she's just legitimately okay. insane. But bear in mind, you don't think you're dreaming yeah. right now. I th- I just uh. want to make sure that she is not gone crazy. And oh, hold on. So one success. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. I'd say with the with the one success, you would you would have enough to realize that this is not a normal situation that you're in right now. And so, like, something else is going on. And maybe you just trust the fact that, like, you know, she knows magic. So maybe she knows what's kind of going on here. Um, OK, Lola. Let's say just go with me. It's like when you're having a dream and then you dream that you're falling and it kicks you awake. I think that's what we need to do right now. I don't completely trust this, but something weird's happening. And I do I do agree that sitting on these really, really tall. I mean, who even made these chairs, you know? So, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll go do what you want me to do. <laughs> Mirka, your your chair starts shaking vigorously. Oh no! Um, Listen, we're going. Uh, you're gonna have. We're going down. You're gonna whether have to, we like it or not. Mirka, you're gonna have to make a roll. You're gonna have to make a. Uh, uh, this is probably okay for you because you're probably pretty good at these things. Uh, acrobatics and dexterity. I only have one in acrobatics. <laughs> uh, uh, I got one. All right. Well, you uh, you managed to stay on top of it, but your your chair lilts heavily and it tilts right into the table uh, and you have kind of a split second decision whether you're going to just bail off of this chair and, and try to jump onto the table or just fall. I jump onto the table where Lula is. OK, <laughs> I imagine okay. it's like a seesaw and I just go, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So as yeah. you see Mirka kind of start to tumble onto this table, you realize that her weight and your weight are like not going to match <laughs> up. Right. And so you have to kind of like push yourself back, uh, you know, and this is an incredibly long table. You got to push yourself back far enough to offset her weight, which means you got to be further to the edge than she is because she's significantly heavier than you. So just despite her thoughts that this is a dream and she's pretty sure that she knows the way out, just the sheer terror of the drop kind of makes her like backwards inchworm her way very quickly <laughs> to the edge and just cling on and dig her talons in for dear life. All right. So you roll back to the edge of this table mm-hmm. and the table is uh, is lifting up even as you kind of get back to the edge of it. Um, and it, like it just feels like the whole thing is going Mirka's direction. Hey, um, uh. Lola, if you really think we need to jump, just roll towards me. I'll catch you, and we can both just let go of this table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she- All right. So as you start to roll in Mirka's direction, the entire table just kind of flips over, <laughs> and she plummets. No! Uh, Remember me. <laughs> Uh, so, Mirka, you fall faster and faster towards these embers and it, it gets hot and then it gets really hot and then it gets unbearably hot. And then all of a sudden there's this weird like sensation of of cool, uh, like right when you should have hit into the um, pits of the fire, into the into the into the embers. Uh, and you're just it's it's like you're in this thick, viscous fluid oh. and you're just sinking down into it. Uh, and before you can really struggle, you go completely, you, you submerge completely in it and you're falling through uh, something that is effectively the, the consistency of like a custard. I was thinking just like falling through a bottle of hair gel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. Yeah. Now, if I can direct you away from that horrible dreamscape in which Mirka and Lola find themselves in, I have to, uh, you know, further express to you that the real world was, was dealing with its own fair amount of shit at this point. I mean, the Baku had, had, had totally ravaged the neighborhood at this point, and, and uh, you know, off in the distance, Mord and Ezra, without their trusty friends nearby, could hear the terrible sounds of the town being torn asunder. 
down the street, uh, actually from the from the direction of the Antenglyph Ale House, um, you hear a, an immense thud, just like something just enormous just smashed into something. Can we see the Antenglyph Ale House from where we are? Uh, not from where you are, but if you guys kind of go down the main road a little bit towards uh, back towards the center of town, uh, you'll still be uh, like a, a about a block and a half away from it when you enter into the main square. So you're, you'll still be a decent distance away, but you you'll be able to have line of sight to it. Hey, hey Mark, you're, you're pretty old, right, my man? I mean, you got no skin left. That's old, right? Yes, I, I'm. I'm a, got a few years on you, I, I believe, old boy. You know anything about these about these bookies? These bookers? Uh, yeah. Not a thing. Never heard of them until good. the other day. In fact, good, good. I mean, in my experience, uh, things like this uh, don't usually happen. That doesn't doesn't give me a lot of a lot of courage. <laughs> you know, you should have lied to me. You should, you know, yeah, I know about these I things. I mean, and, yes, you know. I've heard of these things there no problem that's the spirit i guess we go further so we head towards the so ale house. <laughs> yeah all right as you guys are as you guys start to approach the ale house uh, across the street uh you see a, a body laying out in front of the bank and it is farley the banker or farney sorry farney, farney the banker like or fartsy as ezra dead. would know him you were as you approach him, uh, you can tell it's uh, it's definitely not the sleeping variety. Um, his face is all wrinkled and withered in a way that it wasn't when you guys were talking to him not too long ago. And his his hair has gone completely gray and he is not breathing. Uh, that's a shame. I kind of like that chap. A bit slow, but but he seems to have his heart in the right place. You're pretty old, right? We just covered that. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm pretty old. <laughs> you ever say anything like this? What's going on over here, man? Look at this guy's face. Uh, yes, I've seen this all the time. It's no problem. <laughs> cool. All right. Looks like the uh, end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when he drank out of that gold cup. You know, that old that old story. Let's go on further down the road, I guess. Okay. All right. You hear another... Um, massive crash from inside the uh the ale house and the whole building basically shakes the the panes of glass uh crack around the windows uh i think he might be in there after you old boy let's just quick quick huddle was that cuddle or huddle both fine one's for assurance and the other also technically for assurance is this something we really need to do uh, <laughs> We don't really know these people that well. And, uh, you know, not my, not my chair, not my problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a very good point. Uh, should we just skedaddle? <laughs> I, mean, I just feel like we saw Farty's face. That's not a good look. I mean, you know, I, I can't get much older. True, you're made true. out of clay, see, so you can't wrinkle. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you could and die, but you can't wrinkle. Oh, shit. We gotta save Jam Tooth. We gotta do this for Jam Tooth. We gotta do it for Jam Tooth, man. He can wander over here. He thinks everything is trees. I told him that everything was trees, and he believed me. That's on us now, Mort. We're responsible for Jam Tooth. I mean, also, there is the problem about sales. We can't really go anywhere even if we wanted to oh yeah yeah no that's true too you know i'd kind of forgot about that because of everything that's happened since then so me first or you first uh let's have a little look see can i peek in through a window sure you go around to the side and kind of peek in through a window and uh, you see that everybody there's probably about a, a dozen people in the in the alehouse um, it's a little bit after their dinner rush, so it seems like a, a, a normal amount, right? Uh, and everybody is asleep, like passed out in their soups or, you know, Ricky, the waitress, she's actually, uh, or the winch, if you will, uh, she's asleep on the floor with her, uh, little, uh, uh, order taking pad in, in hand. Um, Gilda's asleep at the bar, uh, and, kind of roaming throughout from from person to person in there there is this just massive beast uh and it is 
perhaps best described as some sort of horse gorilla thing, uh, just like uh, it was explained to you by Moon Kevin. So it is um, it's bigger. It seems like it has to be bigger than when you kind of saw it on the sh- uh, walking from uh, house to house, just maybe even 10 minutes ago. Um, and it, it does have kind of the face of, of a horse a little bit, just a a longer (laughs) snout kind of thing. And it, it walks almost upright with these two massive, uh, forearms and it's, uh, definitely walking on its knuckles of its forearms. Uh, and yeah, you would assume that this is the aforementioned Baku. Is he like feeding on the dreams or something? Uh, yeah. So occasionally he will, he will kind of stop by uh, a person and um, just when he does, as you're kind of watching uh, this thing, uh, this thing happen, uh, his, he like kind of bends its head down next to the person's uh, head and just his tongue comes out and enters their ear. Ugh. And uh, there's all sorts of like weird, mystical, wispy shit going on around the person's head. Uh, and when he pulls his tongue away, they look a little bit older and he kind of st- starts pacing around to go somewhere else to another person. Ruth was really into that. The tongue in the ear thing. <laughs> she would have done this. Uh, you so, know, you know what I mean? What's the, the plan of attack here? He's rather large. I don't know, man. <laughs> He's got a horse face. I know we had that going for us. But we confuse it with some long division. The last horse I met <laughs> couldn't do that. Only add and subtract. Look, why don't you go there, throw some simultaneous equations at him, and see what happens? Yeah, whatever. Uh, Ezra, I guess, walks in past the passed out bar wench with her little notepad. And, uh, hey, more. Hey, I do Ezra, like, I, was, I was joking. <laughs> don't, don't go in. I do like this, though. Don't you hate it when you go to those hipster ass restaurants and the waiters don't have the notepad like they're impressing you by not writing their order down? It's not impressing me, my man. <laughs> Bring me the wrong suit. I'm going to fucking lose it. Just write, the, write it down. It's not impressive. You're a waiter. Use the pad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, as, soon as, as, soon as, as soon as Ezra walks into this building, the, uh, the Baku turns and, uh, and faces you dead on. And you hear that same growl in your head and in your ears that you've heard a few times so far. Maybe, maybe he's into the hipster waiters. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, horse face. But we got to put, oh, Ezra, or shit, more check this out. We got to put you to sleep. Yeah. That good? That good? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Sweet. What you got? Hit him with one. Hit uh, him with a good one. Uh, nighty nights, buddy. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we're going to rope and dope the shit out of you. All right. Roll initiative. Sweet Sassy Malassi, are you, are you as excited about this part of the story as I am? I, I, I don't know for certain. Every time I tell the story, it just gets it's, it gets all my vim and vigor all like perked up, you know. Uh, you know, this part in particular, you've got you've got the boys back in town, and that town is Burgundystrom, and they're facing down the Baku, you know, just like, come at me, bub, I, I'll punch you in your nose hole. And then, you know, then, then there's Mirka and Lola, trapped within their own minds in some freaky, diggy, weird dreamscape of, of torment. Um, and so let's, let's go to that part right now, you know, the part where they start falling through this viscous, goopy liquid... I mean, really, it's got everything anyone could want out of a story. Um, I should be charging double what I'm charging to tell this story. Thank you very much. Let's continue on. Robot anywhere to be seen? Uh, yeah, you can't see anything in here. It is completely, uh, it is com- completely pitch black. Well, I can't roll Arcana because I don't have anything in it. Uh, can I roll Perception or Investigate? Absolutely. Oh. Either one of those you'd be rolling along with a uh, a wits. Ugh. Same in both, so. Two successes. All right. Uh, Well, as you're kind of spinning around in this stuff, trying to figure out exactly which way you're supposed to be going, uh, you quickly lose like track of which way is which. Like you don't remember which way is up, which way is down, whether you're facing left, right. Um, It's it's super disorienting. Uh, And you can't. It's like total darkness in there. 
it's total darkness and you're starting to to worry uh if you are going to run out of breath so uh you might want to try to the thought crosses your mind that 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 maybe swimming to the surface if you can find it would be the way to go man i can i can't i have pretty good athletics i could try to swim to the surface but how am i going to learn what's the technique if you like get caught in a wave and you have to twirl some way to get to the top i don't know i don't know does 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 mirka know (laughs) (laughs) let's see Can I roll athletics to see if she can swim her way to the top? You can roll athletics to see how fast she can swim in some direction. God damn it. Is it de- dexterity or stamina or strength? For for swimming, it'd yeah. be strength and athletics, yeah. Yes. Watch. I'm going to roll eight and probably get, like, no successes. <laughs> I was wrong. I got three. Okay. Out of eight. <laughs> Well, uh, your lungs start to burn really bad because you just like you, you had not expected this. And like it got kind of hard to breathe as you were falling towards that fire anyway, because the oxygen was all getting eaten up. So you really didn't get a good breath before you got in here. Uh, so you are just putting your your all into swimming out of this, whatever it is. No. And so you are swimming as fast and as hard as you can. Uh, and it just it just goes dark. I have died. Uh, Lola. You're in the exact same position. You hit this viscous fluid stuff before you even expected it. You expected to to just fall through these embers and maybe wake up or something at the last second. Um, but that didn't happen. No. So you have fallen into some thick viscous fluid that immediately sum- submerges you. I'm just going to stretch myself out like a starfish and hope that I go back to the surface. <laughs> okay. You stretch yourself out like a starfish and continue to sink. No. Can I discern which way is up? Yeah, you you would have landed kind of flat on your on your back the way that you were falling. <laughs> and so, you know, you're you're basically snow angeling it right now. So if you just kind of base it upon the direction your belly's facing, you could know which way is up. Okay, I'm gonna swim up. Okay. Uh strength and athletics. Oh, you well, that's a chance die. Nope. All right. So you turn yourself, or at least you think you can get yourself kind of turned around in the direction that you need to go. Um, and, uh, just, just start kind of kicking those little feet for all it can. And, um, you know, it's hard to get a good, get a, get a good like idea as to, to how effective it is because you don't really like see, you know, moving through it. Um, there's really, there's really no visual representation of, of, of moving through the water. Um, but you are actually kind of, it's kind of like when you struggle and kick quicksand and you kind of fall in faster. Oh, of course. I, I can empathize with that. I've definitely fallen into quicksand. Yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> You've seen movies where they fall into quicksand. Uh, I'm just going to let the current take me then. Like, <laughs> All right. Well, you sink deeper and deeper and deeper into this uh, pool of whatever, um, and it goes completely black. We have both died. (laughs) Well, I really thought that you guys would survive that, but it's unfortunate. I I think the saddest thing is they had they had so much left to live for. You know, um, I can't think of anything specifically. You know, off the top of my head, that that that, the, the hoppy she did enjoy her lizard, so. I feel bad for Hank. Um, no one really cared too much about the Yeti. I'm just, I'm just pulling a chain here. Of course, they didn't die in their dreams at this moment. It wouldn't make any sense. I mean, get to think of the paradox that that would create. Where I'm, I'm telling you this story about two people who died in their dreams, and I'm able to represent the, the, you know, the contents of that dream to you. Um, who would have told me of this? Who, who else was there? At this point, there was no one else there. It's just, you know, they were there in a room. There was a table. There was some fire. There was some viscous fluid. The viscous fluid isn't telling me anything. You know, I wasn't there, you know. So somebody obviously passed on the oral tradition of this story. Um, So that would at least give you an indication that maybe at least one of them survived, right? Okay, so, you know, feel good about that, right? You know, we'll find out more about those two and uh, the the real trouble they're about to face uh, very, very soon. Uh, but 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 while we're talking about facing down trouble, hey, dust off those knuckles, Jack, because here comes 
two tons of pain and his name's Ezra. I don't think he actually weighed two tons. He was a pretty hefty fellow, but, you know, not, not quite that, that, that much weight. Um, I just try to round it up because, you know, this is the moment he, he steps on in to shine. He shines up his brass knuckles. And uh, he didn't actually have brass knuckles. He had clay knuckles, just like the rest of them was clay. But, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm detracting away from the excitement of the fight. So maybe I should stop editorializing so much and just, you know, go ahead and, and tell you more about what happened next. Now, we've not done this before. So yeah, I don't know how roll initiative is just all you do is, is you roll you roll one D ten. Okay. And then you're gonna add what's your initiative mod, which is if you add the dots that you have in dexterity and composure. You're gonna add that to whatever you're rolling your yep, D10. I've got seven. Wow. Seven uh, in total. Alright. Well, uh the Baku rolled a one. Yeah. So you guys are both going before. So uh it's Ezra, then Mort, and then Horse Gorilla. Alright. You are you are staring down a giant horse gorilla. It's uh, it's about two feet taller than you, Ezra. I ain't scared. Uh, what do you do? Pop quiz, hot shot. Uh, I got some cool melee moves. I have one that's called Headbutt of Death and Uppercut of Doom. Uh, I think <laughs> since he's taller, I should try and give him a really cool like you know sweet chin music. That's what I was hoping you were gonna say. Yeah! Sweet chin music. Pop him. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> well, you're gonna roll. Okay, so you're gonna roll strength and um, melee. My melee, and then you have you have a bonus for your uppercut thing for bobber. There's those, and then a bonus. Cool. All right. All right. Now. Uh, he has oh, I still defense a, that we I have to a negative one dice roll, though, because of the tiredness. You do have a negative one dice roll, and then you have to take oh, two more because he has a defense of two. Okay. So roll Dang. whatever you got left. I had eight, and I only have five. That's not as fun. Tamale. Well, shit. <laughs> Zero successes. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, you, you rush up on this mofo and try to give him a, uh, an uppercut, and he just kind of rears back. Uh, of doom. Of doom. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. yes. And he kind of rears back a little bit, and because of the height difference and uh, and him just kind of backing up, you just kind of whiff on your uppercut and just kind of give that, that nice little spin pirouette move. Yeah. And, I mean, you're ready for another. You're ready for another attack. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you missed on that one. He's got fast feet. I see, I see you, bu- Bukaki. It's pretty slick. All right, Mort. You see Ezra whiff. What do you do? I knock an arrow and let loose. Okay. Uh, I always get this wrong because I always forget to add the two for the longbow. Okay. So So you are firing into melee. Yeah. Um, Your range isn't going to be an issue because you're right here. So you're within your range. So you're not going to take any nicks for that. Okay. But I take one because I'm tired. Yeah. One because I'm shooting into melee. Uh, it's two to shoot into melee. Okay. And then. And what's with this defense? Doesn't yeah, that longbow sh- and then pass two for defense. Yeah, which I think is bullshit. That's kind of a weird thing that was made up because uh, World of Darkness uses a lot of fucking guns, you know. Okay. But. So, minus two for his defense. Yep. So that's minus five in total. That leaves me with six. Uh, two successes. Yeah! Alright. Uh, yeah, so you knock your you knock your bow you fire at this thing uh you catch it right in the shoulder and one of its arms just kind of goes kind of limp sick and from from what kind of looks like a like an animal you see on its face just this look of just like disbelief that this has even happened um i think he got my point (laughs) (laughs) oh my man i'll turn around and give him a and it goes Uh, yeah you get the impression that this thing is not used to corporeality um, and like 
the fact that it has a, a body at all is kind of something new to it. And so uh, the fact that that body could be damaged is doubly new. So, uh, yeah, so you kind of throw it off its game a little bit. Nice. All right, so now it's the Baku's time. This is where he flattens us both with one attack. Things always get sticky. The Baku uh, reaches its non-injured hand up, and it when it when it reaches up with this forearm, this massive forearm, it that it's been knuckle walking on. It unfurls, and it's, it's got these uh, five gigantic claws on it, and it reaches out and uh, wraps those claws around Ezra's head and puts its fist, its its hand right palming Ezra's head, uh, and it's uh, going to do something called. Uh, a drain attack on you. It's going to try to drain some of your your life force from you. Uh, so you are going to need to roll um, a stamina plus resolve. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, and, and um, with a, with a minus one for still being tired. Right. What I have a bunch of merits. I don't know what the hell I'm doing with those. But we'll worry about those later. One success. All right. Well, it uh, that negates one of its two successes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it uh, you feel just a, a little bit of like uh, I don't know of something uh, you know you're, something that makes you you kind of getting sucked out through your face hole, and it's uh, it's it's not it's not entirely pleasant. That's for sure. Um, and so you actually take um, what is the what I, I can't ever remember what the is it aggravated? That's the that's the one that is uh, the bad bad one of damages. Because it's like, isn't it slashing, bashing, and like aggravated? You're asking, dog. I'm asking John. Oh, okay. like shit, dog. We have not had a lot of uh, attack happening. Uh, yeah, aggravated. Yeah. All right. So you take uh, you take one point of aggravated damage, which is worse than. Uh, than the other types of damage. Trust me on this. It just takes longer to heal. Okay, so um, I put it in one of the little check blocks under my health dots. Yeah, uh, I don't. I think you you have to put a star in there. I don't. So don't know how to because do that. the way they okay. So the way they do this is those boxes fill up, um, and you can fill up with like slashing damage, and then bashing damage is a is it, like so slashing damage is just like a slash through there. And then bashing damage is more powerful and it kind of offsets some of the other damages. And so that's an X and then aggravated damage is like a full on. Sure. Star. I guess I should probably print this out. I'm just going to know. It's not going to, it's not going to matter in the big scheme of things sure. unless this thing kills you, which yeah. I guess is entirely possible. I'll make a little note because it's not doing it. Um, so the, uh, mechanically what has happened here is you've taken one point of aggravated damage and you're going to take a negative one, uh, to all of your mental dice pools uh okay. basically yeah. as long as, as basically until this thing doesn't survive sure. anymore okay got it all right back up top around it's ezra's turn well, yeah i got a question i didn't see these merits i have some merits for like deadly strike and precise blow and martial training do those come into mm -hmm. effect when i'm doing my melee stuff uh yeah they absolutely do okay because we didn't do that last time Okay. Well, we haven't had a lot of right. No, no, I, I didn't see him. Here. I guess I'm going to try and uppercut him again since we're there. I, no, I'll headbutt him. Headbutt a death right into his squawk box, right in his sternum. Oh yeah, Crack I've got a merit called Die Hard, which gives me plus two to stamina rolls, not to fall unconscious. Oh yeah, which That's would have been so real wait, helpful. Okay, so let's talk about your merits real quick mm -hmm. then. Uh, so what are what are the ones that Ezra has? He has deadly strikes. I have deadly strike. I have one point into that, and then improvised okay. weapon, which so, isn't anything, and precise blow. And I have three points into that. Uh, so deadly strikes just makes your strikes do lethal damage. So you're not knocking people out. You can like kill them sure. with your punches, okay. basically. And what's your other one? You said uh, precise blow is probably the other one to use here. Um, so you get a damage bonus um, to unarmed attacks. Sweet. Yeah, we're gonna have three points into that. Um, so you should have plus three on damage. So when you do damage, um, be plus three you do damage do on something, you like have more. Yeah, you're gonna do extra damage by punching. Things. All right, we're gonna try to do the headbutt again. I know how many I'm rolling because none of it was mental. That's better. Three successes for the okay. headbutt. Wow. Of death. Yeah. Okay. 
so you packed a wallop into this thing's face mm. uh, and like half of its teeth fly out. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, that's some serious business. Hell yeah. Headbutt him real good. I rear back and just slam my head into his face, his dumb horse face, right into his snoot. There's so much face to headbutt, too. Hell like, yeah. Headbutt. It's it. like a headbutter's dream. Real face. My broad, flat, dumb forehead right in there. All right. Mort. Uh, I guess I'll shoot another arrow at him. That seems like the logical thing to do as a, as a skeleton with a bow. So, six again. Uh, three successes. Oh, hell yeah. This dude wants to dance. All right. You, uh, you hit him in his flank. Uh, and both of your arrows are sticking out of him, and he just is he just is still not really understanding what this all means. So, this is all so new to him. So we kill him, right? That's it? We win? Oh, he ain't dead yet. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he ain't looking good, though. Oh, okay. Uh, so on the Baku's turn, uh, he is going to uh, reach over and grab... Uh, Gilda's face was oh, kind of laying passed out on the bar. I'm fine with this. Oh, he's gonna like hit uh, something, isn't he? Oh shit! And he does kind of the same kind of move that he did to Ezra, but he doesn't have any uh, defenses to go through. And uh, yeah, so he does that and uh, grabs he grabs Gilda's head and uh, pulls it close to him and kind of just licks his ear. And uh, next thing you know, the uh, arrows pop out of his shoulder and his flank. And uh, he's still missing a lot of teeth, but he's looking pissed off again. More you ever, <laughs> man, you ever seen anything like, look at this, it's sucking on people's ears, this guy's he's healing. This is crazy. Oh, I can't, this is crazy. It seems like a waste of a turn, though, because I'm about to headbutt the fuck out of some bitch, swear to God. Oh, yeah. Reroll. Oh shit! Wow, and another reroll. It's four, five successes. Damn. Wow. All right. So you uh, with that precise what blow. Happens. Oh shit! What, explain to me what happens when you banish a ghost by headbutting it. Oh, I headbutt him so hard in the chest that he kind of caves in, and he's like, but he's not done yet. And I grab his damn dumb horse feet and I just start spinning in a circle as fast as I can but what happens is there's a post right and his head is just slamming this post I'm spinning so fast it just starts to sound like a baseball bat hitting a watermelon until there's no head left and then he just disappears and I turn around and I'm like never dance with the devil in the pale moonlight (laughs) (laughs) holy moly Ezra what was that <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I went to a fugue state. <laughs> so I headbutted that dude square in his sternum. He's licking Gilda's ear. I'm not into that. I, we got- I don't think I've ever seen a headbutt of that magnitude before. That was incredible. You know, it was part headbutt, part butt his head into a four by four. But you know, potato, potato. Am I right? So, so we're done here now. Then save the town. They can wake up and fix our boat. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's about it, right? We should go tell the girls. Pretty sweet. Huh? Should we get some free beer, though? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> so must say, I, I don't think much of these bakus. I was expecting a real fight, but uh, your head seemed to make everything rather easy. You know you know what they say, man? If you come to, to Gom's face, you're going to... You're not going to have a fun one. That's You heard that before? That's one. That's a popular saying. Let's get some of this free beer. How about a, a bison burger to celebrate? <laughs> Hell yeah, my man. That's what I'm talking about. We'll fuck up every bukkake that ever has existed. The entire building, like, tremors and shakes a little bit. Let's get the beer to go. Fair enough. I got, I, got, I got lids around here. I think we should just maybe leave. But maybe the beer's a bad idea. 
can we try and wake up some people? See if they'll wake up now. Uh, yeah, before you have the opportunity to do so, uh, the floor in the bar just explodes. And up through the floor, uh, uh, kind of, I don't know, squirms, dances? Uh, it, you could almost call it a squirm dance. Uh, a, a massive, gigantic uh, gray worm. It is uh, practically the uh, the width of uh, of the bar itself. Slowly back away. Yeah. Uh, I thought that might have been a little too easy. Whoa! You didn't expect that, did you, fellas? No, you didn't. You didn't expect it. None of you. I looked in your eyes. None of you saw it coming. You said, "Oh, geez, they defeated the Baku." It was actually not that bad of a fight, you know, considering, you know, you figured they'd had a hard time at it. They didn't have Mirka, they didn't have their arcane uh, wizard caster, you know, Lola was not backing them up. Just these two fellows faced off against a, a deadly spirit, you know, it went really easy. Let's all take a collective sigh of, oh shit, what's that? It's a giant worm. Yeah, that's how life gets you. You know, you look, you, you, you don't look out for yourself the next thing you know, giant worm reaches up out of the ground. And it's, uh, you know, ready to chop your leg off. That's life. Life's a worm chopping your damn leg off. All right, well, uh, I'll tell you more about that next time. But really, I do have to go. Um, Fur Hat Greg uh, is, uh, is, is, is expecting me this afternoon. Um, and, you know, uh, the more I think about it, the more upset I feel about the whole situation. Because I didn't even realize the man sold hats. You know? And so here I was, I, I, I spent a significant amount of time speaking directly with Greg himself about my new hat. You know, the one I recently purchased at Linny's Discount Hat Emporium. And, um, you know, I've heard it through the grapevine that actually uh, Greg and Linny are bitter rivals. Um, and, you know, Greg, ever the gentleman, never said anything about this issue. Um, but I, I feel like, no, no, looking back on it now, I, I, maybe, I maybe shouldn't have read his body language differently or something, and I should have understood what was going on. Oh, no, my goodness, I've just, I've, I've made a mess of this whole thing. I must go immediately to apologize. So I, I do hope I see all of you back here uh, next time. Um, and, you know, if you, if you are in the market for a hat, maybe, maybe shop around. You know, Lenny's isn't the only place in town. You know, check a check around, you know. Do a little bit of uh, comparison shopping. You know, as, as, the, as the saying goes, there's more than one way to buy a hat in Merkheim. Oh my word, I, I have to write that down. Greg would love that. Greg would absolutely love that. Hey there, potatoes! Didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of Brute Force? Well then check out these other Geekly Ink shows, including Drunks and Dragons, Casts of Thrones, Cthulhu and Friends, Transformation Sequence Podcast, and You're a Wizardary. You can also head over to BruteForcePodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of Eorith. If you've liked what you've heard so far, then please consider donating to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash bruteforce so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force. clock and i'm already hung over <laughs> is that for real is that yeah. your life right now yeah man i'm a little hung over i was day drinking for nfl footballs today at my friend's house and he was like here's this big mug it can fit three beers and i was like don't don't threaten me with a good time <laughs> 
So uh, thanks everybody for joining us for Football Cast, uh, mm-hmm. our 24 hour football news uh, and uh, reviews. Yeah, this is what we do when the girls aren't here. They talk about yeah, football. Yeah, just talk about and football. I nod knowingly. You got that. Um, uh, yeah. I'm really liking the Cubs this year. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> I, I think mean, they're baseball, okay. aren't they? But yeah. yeah, they are baseball. 